exclusive to Jacaranda FM. It's The Drive with Rob and Ross. Jacaranda FM. It's a big day on The Drive with Rob and Ross. Not only do we have internationally renowned author Dion Mayer in the studio, but we also have Sisanda Henna, producer, director, actor, and one of the stars of Devil's Peak, which yeah. premiered on Mnet on the 29th of October. Welcome, Yella. Guys, you have the best interview because it's difficult to get Dion. He's all over Europe and America and it's the first time on this trail, which I call that Dion and I are together. When we did Trackers, we did a lot more stuff together, but now he's busy. So, Jacarena, you have an exclusive. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I feel very grateful that within a year, this is the second time we've had you, Dion. Yeah. Yes. Sure. It's so great to be back. In very different contexts. So, the last time we were talking about a theater show and Dion was talking about how it was a first for him and Kuni kind of had to wrangle him in to be part of that show. But now it's on here. Speak is on air. Yes, it's eh? been a really long journey to getting it to the five episodes that we can currently watch. We've just seen the second one. So, who was the process on the now fun book that I can my hand fast out to cry to what it now up in advice? This is a very long process, who is under the Benny Grisel book is it my agent, my film agent, uh, who even as Mason belongs there and he on the in Benny book to do now with Mason the rechte vir Benny aan hulle oorgee. Um, die eerste 13 uur was die eerste Benny boek wat uh, geoptie is vir films en dis seker al 20 jaar gelede. Daar was een draaiboek geskryf en op die ouwe het dit nooit gebeur nie. <coughs> Toe is die Benny rechte in Limbo geweest vir jare, uh, weens verskye redes en om na 13 eerste rechte toe al verkoop was. So dit moest eerst terugkom, die Benny rechte moest terugkom. Uh, uh, Lookout Point van Britannia het op die ou end was, het ons besluit om saam met hulle te gaan om het hulle so ongelooflike rekord van, van briljante goedheid wat hulle gemaakt het. En uh, toe moest die draaiboeken geskryf geweest en uiteindelik het hulle geskiet. En ek moet nou sê, uh, dit is vir my so lekker om weer vir Sisanda dit is die derde mense het nog net twee producties gesien waarin Sisanda en een van my goed speel maar daar is een derde een op pad wat oor ons nog nie mag praat ja. maar dit is net fantastisch Sisanda was in trekkers was hy die een wat allemaal sy harte gesteer het wat oor allemaal gepraat het, wat oor die sociale media gegons het, en nou weer met, met Devil Speak uh, ek het verochend uh, uh, een ding gedoen by, by Multichoice, wat allemaal vir my net kon sê, maar is Sisanda nie fantastisch <laughs> <laughs> Sander, um, because you did, you did trackers now that was based on something that Dion wrote. Mm-hmm. Was this a case of Dion Mayer, I can do it again? Or Dion Mayer, I've got to do it again? <laughs> Actually, I was, we were saying just before we got inside, uh, uh, Roz is so. Is, in writing saying as a EP director in fact beginning of COVID probably 2020 I remember picking up the phone as, as my uh, Heart of the Hunter came in so Tobella the character that appears in uh, Devil's Peak starts out in Heart of the Hunter and I remember calling Jozo Malerbe who actually ended up doing uh, this Devil's Peak for Lookout Point and saying to him dude we should co-direct me and you and because the story is I worked with Joshua, the director, on Hrikwastat. Yes. Which he directed, operated camera, did the edits. Joshua as a Malian, he will do everything <laughs> on He's a movie. He's the Swiss Army knife of movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Joshua would make music if he could, if you don't stop him, he'll, he'll pick it. up the camera and he'll shoot. And on Devil's Peak, he did the same, right? So because I we had that relationship and I worked behind the scenes as well as a director and as a producer, I said, Let's pitch together, let's pitch to Dion, let's pitch to scene twenty three, which is a company Dion is uh, is uh, EP in as well. But then they said, No, look, um, Let's maybe wait for the next project. So, actually, it, to answer in short, I was excited. I said, God, I have to get it. Yeah. I Look, I mean, if you look at the artwork that he brought me, there's a gift today. It's such a... The character is a gift. And later, Rosanne, we must talk about... Because I said, how does a white Afrikaans man write a closer character with so much honor and authenticity? Mm. It's something... Yeah. There's a story behind that. I thank you very much. That's very kind of you. When I started writing Heart of the Hunter, I decided to have this Tosa guy, Tobel Ampai Fairly. And I knew that it was very dangerous territory because I'm a white Afrikaner. How can you write a Tosa character? And I did research, Sisanda. I researched Tosa history, Tosa culture. The wars, Makanda. Everything. And I spoke to many Tosa people to try and get a feel for it and I started writing and I just got stuck after 50 pages I knew I was in trouble and I sat back and I gave myself a week and I asked myself what is the problem here Yeah. and I realized the problem was I'm looking at all the differences between me and Tobella mm. and I turned that around and I said but let me look at what we have in common Yo. we you know the, the humanity we both love children we love our country we, we, we love our family hmm. we, we have the similar values and the moment that I got to that what we have in common everything changed and I, I could write it so once you realize just make a character human as yeah, human as yeah. you can then and it's it's something that I I try to do in life as well you know I mean, we have many differences yeah, with many yeah. people but if you look at their humanity if you look at what we have in common rather yeah. than what we don't do you know what it feels difference. like uh, Rob <clears throat> it feels like Rasi Rasmus and Siakulis <laughs> It does the partnership we always needed. Oh, it does. See, Sandra, this character of the stuff that I've seen you in is quite against type, right? Okay. I mean, you to me, you are just, you're the good guy. You're yeah. the guy that, like Dion was saying earlier, people fall in love with the characters that you play. I think it's the smile. But this is such a departure from that. Yeah. So how do you get your head into that mind space of playing a character that is so far removed from you as for me as an outsider listen guys I have to say that Joshua Malerba is uh, is is something special you know it takes it takes a director and an actor really to 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 make things come together so beautifully in part of doing my research as well I spoke to Masasa who's also in 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 Devil's Peak and in the other adaptation and having just do, done the research of the characters I remember when we spoke even with uh, Tuli Tabeta who's in Devil's Peak as well. She said, bring your true authentic. You you must breathe some life into it. And Roz, I'll tell you, it, it was like that tandaza, which means a bit of prayer. In saying, even saying to my dad, how do we honor generations of Tosa fathers in this character? And it's in that meditation that it ended up, uh, Jaws was saying, don't smile, don't smile. The director just kept saying, don't smile, don't, smile. don't act, don't play, do less. Yes. <laughs> and uh, 
with yeah, I think it's 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 yeah. I think people have seen the spear in episodes one, one and two, but it was still about. For me, he's he always remained a father. Being a secret service uh, um, retired operative is all secondary. It was the humanity, I think, that that was so important. And being a father, Ros, then uh, yeah. The Orangefucker Freud. It's such a visual way that you sort of write and that translates to screen so well. It's your prankies in your cup while you scrape. Ek het prentjies in my kop, terwijl ek skryf nie noodwendig die selfde prentjies wat die regisseer op die ou en sien of wat die draaiboekskryver skep nie. Ek dink nie, mens kan skryf as jy dit nie baie duidelik in jou kop sien nie. Ja, um, but that crossover for how it ends up looking on the screen. That's a huge process. I mean, mm. uh, you know, it's something that I have no control over and that's the beauty of making movies. And the big difference between making movies and writing a book is that uh, movies, making any anything for the screen is a collaborative process. You have the director, you have the, the incredible actors, you have the, the director of photography, you have the art director, you have the music guys, the, the, the guys who do who does the sound, uh, the, the editor. So eventually it becomes so much more than what you wrote in the book. Yeah. Mm. Dion, I'm interested to know what else have you written directly for screen? Because I know you're a screenwriter as well. Uh, not that much. <laughs> uh, you know, Yaka's Dance was the first movie that I wrote for screen only. Mm. I wrote a script called The Scorpion Next Door, which has been optioned for a while and, and hopefully something will happen. But mostly I've either adapted short stories yeah. or, or, or the books. And how much of your own books have you adapted? Because I think I read when we were reading trackers, I was like, hmm, is this also by Dion? The script that is, right? Because sometimes... The author is not the same as the screenwriter. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Urion was the first one that I wrote myself, and also I didn't write it initially. They had two other guys writing it, and then they fired them, and they were in trouble. And they, they asked me if I can can help out, and I literally wrote the the, the thirteen episodes for Urion. I wrote in something like six weeks, which was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the the new project that we're working on mm-hmm. that we're not allowed to talk about. That was that was the other adaptation. I'm trying to think what else there was, but those were, and then a, a couple of, of, of short stories that I've. Adapted. But in trackers, you did adapt a little bit, right? No, I not was. At all. I was part of the, the the writing team in terms of being a consultant. Yeah. And I read the scripts and I gave input, but I didn't write myself. No. Okay. Sisanda, is it for you as an actor? Is it easier for you to get into a process if you have worked with that writer's words before, and if you have worked with a director's kind of sense of how? How he wants things to look and how he wants your performance hmm. to be. As daar a voorafgaande verhouding is al reeds, is het vir jou makkelijker as acteer om in die project in te kom? Yeah, I think because I know you as a performer as well, right? Because <laughs> 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 I know as an actor. So, um, that is makkelijker because I suppose there's a there's a rhythm like it like it's like um, Scorsese will make a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio projects because they just keep working together. There's a there's a there's like a shorthand as well. Like it just gives you a look and then you kind of know. Yeah, listen. To be honest, Dion, when this came up, I had almost retired as a freelance actor because I was focusing on growing the business. But because it was Joshua Marelbe, I said I asked my agent, "Who's the director? Who are the producer? Oh, it's that project." I said, "Okay." 
in our WhatsApp. I'm very happy because when we spoke about Heart of the Hunter way back, I I thought you were the only actor to ever do Tabella. And I must tell you that there are two quite famous uh, African-American actors who wanted that part a couple of years ago. Really? And I held out because I thought it should be played by a South African. Whoa, and I was very happy. Yeah. Wow. There's, a, there's a, one of the guys, he, he had a, a big role in another adaptation that was done by a German company and he was in there. And he actually, he read the book <laughs> and he said he wanted that. And I said, hang on. Bill. Hang on. Uh, it's always nice to know that Dion turned down Jamie Foxx and Denzel <laughs> to hold it for you. And Idris. Yeah. Yeah. I, I must tell you, I, those guys. In fact, who's that? Box, who's in the boxing movie? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that one. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, w- I would have turned down uh, Jamie Foxx, but not Denzel. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sasanda. I agree with you. <laughs> but but Denzel could play my dad in something, you know. More. Yeah. He's, uh, well, my I've senior. just seen him in Equalizer 3, and he's still a sprightly man. He is, huh? Yeah. Funny, my sister said that. She WhatsApped me having, she said, I just caught up on Devil's Peak. And she said, hmm, I'm getting some Denzel Equalizer vibes. There we go. So, Joshua, if you're listening, brother, I think you made uh, something with Equalizer vibes. If people don't know what Devil's Peak is about, that's what people are saying. Dion, today is actually, at the beginning of the day, it's a great day for us to be able to shout. But you have also today, so with KijkNet and MNet, great news bekend gemaakt over a splinter new reeks that KijkNet to come next year. Ook een van jouw stories, Plan yeah. B, met yeah. Arnold Vosloe <coughs> yeah. as een van die hoofdkarakters. Ja, yeah. yeah. yeah, dit is vir my baie lekker. Dit is gebaseer of losweg geinspireerd met ons eerder sê, hier my heel eerste boek weer met vier speel. En as jy die geschiedenis van die boek ken, dan sal jy weet hoekom dit my so verskrikkelijk blij maak. Toe die boek destijds gepubliseer, as het hy net 800 kopieën verkoop, die uh, uitgever het gesê, hulle stel nie belang in nog een boek van my nie, want die eerste was een totale mislukking. Hulle het vir my brief gestuur, want hulle sê, ek kan teen een randstuk, kan ek die laaste 200 wat oorblij, kan ek allemaal koop. Toe koop ek 20, omdat ek gedink het, ek kan minstens my kleinkinders en af, as ek het een boek geskryf en gepubliseer, en daar word het nou a TV-reeks. We are chatting to Sisanda Henna and Dion Meyer. We're chatting about Devil's Peak, and now that it's out, two episodes already been aired, the third episode is coming this Sunday. What have people's responses been to finally now seeing Devil's Peak on air? It's been all sorts of responses. A lot of very positive response, I'm very happy to say. Obviously, and with everything that we uh, adapt uh, for the screen, there are people who are saying, but it's not exactly like the book. Mm. And you can't have it exactly like the book because the book was written 20 years ago. you got to modernize it. Things change, you know. Uh, th- they made Benny Grissel younger in mm. the series because they hope to do more seasons and you can't have an actor in his 50s and in 10 years' time when you do season four, he's in his 60s and then he's not Benny anymore so you know, uh, but but there are a lot of people who understand that this is this is a different entity that the television series is not the book the book will always be there somebody actually on the whatsapp line Yolandi say uh, Dion Mayer can you please describe what Benny Grissel looks like in your mind who like I Exactly as I was just in the book of a scribe, and I do not have one of the Sahara's other the Bikita Lank and a Parsnaya Achter and the Bikidia Makar, say Uas Amandel Formach in Slavis, even like Slavis, and that's all that I would say that I this poor of alcoholism of Sahara. I think that book 
as, as ons vier nou diezelfde boek lees, gaan ons allemaal een mm. ander prentje van die karakter zijn. Mm. En ik denk een mens moet zulke brede uh, kwashalen geven vir die deester en jy weet so iets waar hulle kan vast, so dan maak hulle hulle eie prentje. Ja. Um, ek, ek sal nie vir Benny precies kan beskryf soos ek om sien nie, want die mens kan nie uh, met woorde uh, beskryving precies doen en ek denk ook die mens moet nie. And a lot of what you read, kind of, you make it up in your imagination. Well, Linda doesn't have a question for you, Dion. She does say, I have read all your books, Dion. Nie vraag nie, maar jy het nou baie ure uit my leven gesteel, want as ek jou boek optel, doen ek niks anders nie. Keep them coming. Baie dankie. Couple of questions come in here about the same subject. Um, have you ever had to deal with writer's block? Paar mense sê, hulle skryf kort stories en so on, they're getting into space, and what happens when you run into a problem, en hoe het jy daar deurgekom? If you have six children, and you have to pay their school fees and their university fees, you can't afford writer's block. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's never existed. Obviously, you run into problems when you're writing creative problems. You have a story problem that you need to fix. I find that if you, if you trust... Your, your instincts and you you sleep on it. Showering works great for me. Yeah. There's something about the flow of water mm. and no distractions. You can't look at your phone while you're under the shower. That That's a great place for me to solve problems. Marianne and I do a lot of mountain biking. Yes. So when we go out when and ride bicycle. on the bike, yeah. that's a, you know, you, you got to set your mind free. If you feed the problem into your subconscious, your subconscious will give you a solution. Uh, the problem often is to come up with the best solution in terms of the story, but I don't believe in writer's block and I don't think any professional author uh, believes in, in writer's block. It's, it's, you, just, you can't afford it. Right. <laughs> so feeding it into your subconscious is that like when you go on the bicycle ride or you walk by the beach or you shower or you bake? Is, yeah, is that yeah. what you mean by that? Look, you, you write and then you get stuck because something is not working. You know this, this isn't good in terms of the story mm. and you don't know how to take it forward. I don't think that's writer's block. That's just running into a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you you take that problem and you go away. You leave the writing and you hmm. go ride the bike or you, you shower that evening or you just take it to bed. Often I wake up with a with a uh, solution hmm. to a problem that I encountered the previous day. You just got to give it a bit of time. The hmm. the, the, the yeah. subconscious, it, it, it will give you the answer. You just got to be patient. Wow. With all of this going on, last question has Het jy nog tyd om boeken te skryf? <laughs> ek het, uh, ek moet, uh, ek wil, uh, ek skryf minder, die nieuwe boek wat nou net uit is leeuw, ek denk ek het amper drie jaar na die vorige ene donker drif verskyn, so my pas is stadiger, ek het uh, ieder jaar 65 geworden, so ek denk ek verdien om so'n bykie stadiger te skryf, <laughs> en so'n bykie meer van my, van my kleinkind te geniet, maar dit is my so lekker, ek denk nie, ek sal ooit ophou nie, uh, en ek het, daar is hele paar ander dinge, ek en Koenie werk aan die nieuwe ding, waar oor ek mag, ook nie mag praat nie. Maar jylle gaan beslis, wanneer jylle daar oor kan praat, gaan jylle hier kom sit, in ons atelier, in ons kom gesels. Yeah. <laughs> One comment I did get was, I hope they don't kill you in ep 2 or 3. <laughs> <laughs> so then I said, because Dion had to take all the blame, they said, they kept saying on, on social media, why did they kill your character? This was in Trackers. We were loving him. Why they kill? I said, ask Dion. Ask <laughs> He wrote it. So, but they now. asked me. They did, right? <laughs> and I said, well, the next book will have his twin brother coming back. <laughs> But uh, Tobella lives uh, yeah. for now. Tobella does live. Listen, 
Devil's Peak is out. It's on television right now. The next one, Plan B, is going to be hot on its heels. I cannot thank you both enough for being here. It's such a great pleasure. Yeah, it's always it's, fun. Yeah. Sisana, it was very special to do it with you. Thank you, Dion. Very good. And thank you for my gift. Dion gave me a special gift today. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to take a picture with it and put it up on all of our social media platforms at Jacket Drive by Dunkey Sisanda Henna, Dion Mayer. Devil's Peak, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock, Mnet, DSTV Channel 101. I'm just leaving. Bye bye. <laughs> Exclusive to Jacaranda FM. It's The Drive with Rob and Ross. Jacaranda FM.